Hey guys, this is The Roundtable, episode 96. I am Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life Church, and this is Mike Hill. He is our senior pastor. You got me confused because you were looking at me. And what were you looking at over here? You were looking somewhere. No, you're good. Okay, this is Mike. For the first time, I thought I'm not going to say one thing. I know, and you weren't even smiling. So I was like, I'm just going to go with it. You were looking I just, down, I too. I have a title. I need to accept my title. It needs to be okay. Wow. And then you called me the senior pastor. There, <laughs> it's a sign, so you really have to accept it. No, it's okay. I'm and there. sitting next to me and next to Mike is Ava Diamond. Yay. We are very happy to have her. Yes. So like I said in the texting group, her parents are episode 13. I had to go back and look. It's episode 13, yeah. and you got it right this time? I did. I okay. did get it right this time for the texting group. Week? No. So Mandy Schroll was on last week, and so she's like, you can go back and listen to Mandy's husband's <laughs> podcast like so many episodes back, and it wasn't her husband. Yeah. Who was it? It was her brother-in-law. Oh. That was her, the guy that I said that she was married to. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But it's okay. We got it right this week. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yep. Yeah. So Ava, tell us a little bit about you. What are you doing? What are you excited about? What's happening? We just had the discussion before we went on air. What is something you're passionate yeah. about? Something that's immediate in your life. So tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Well, I'm a sophomore at Huntington North and um, I work a lot. I'm, I work so much. Um, is that because you want to? Like yeah. I just want well, to stay busy? No. Yes. Yes and, yes. Yes, yes and no. no. Okay. I love, like, it's really bad. I work so much and then I burn myself out and then I get to the point where I'm like, oh, why do I even do this to myself? Yeah. Right. I do, I've done this both times I've ever had a job. So where do you work so we can come and see you? Do you work anywhere we can come and see you? Yeah, I'm a waitress. Really? <laughs> oh, wait, so you're not babysitting anymore? No, that actually got closed down. Okay, I well, I did like lie on months. this texting group then. Huh? That, I know. I went back and I was reading it to my mom to tell her what I said and... Of course, she had some things. She was like, course. maybe don't say that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I don't work at the daycare anymore. So, yeah. It's okay. I don't work at the daycare. I'm a waitress. That's Blue what Sky. I said in the texting group. Uh, yeah. Where are you waitress at? Blue Sky. Blue Sky? Yeah. Oh, the old Richards. Yeah. Oh, wow. is that what that is now? Blue yeah. Sky? Okay, yeah. what type of restaurant is that? Is that like American? It's everything. It's everything? <laughs> Ooh, so it's got breakfast all it day. Has, it has breakfast all day. Yes. It has stir fry. Oh, shoot. Lasagna. That's so Burgers, weird. Wraps. The funny thing is, it's busy all the time. Is Patty it? melts. Yeah. <laughs> really? It seems busy a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, Especially I was surprised. I wasn't after sure. After church, it gets it's really, really busy. Church rush is insane. I yeah. bet. Is it really? It's I bet. insane. Yeah. That's when everybody's going out to eat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, if you want to see Ava, go to the Blue Diamond and request her. Not the Blue Diamond, the, the Blue, Blue Sky. Blue Sky. <laughs> Blue Diamond. <laughs> Not the Blue Diamond. Yeah. That's a new name. Yeah. So how long have you been there for? January 27th. Okay. I started there and I had been, I had taken a break. Oh, I swim. That's, so that's a big thing. So you swim I, at school? Yes, okay. for school. And I take a break, like I'll quit my job and then swim. It's like four months. It's like November to February. And then I was like, I need a job. The daycare closed down and like yeah. nowhere was hiring that I wanted to work at. <laughs> That's and never I was the gonna, case. I was going to work at Jergens and I was like, oh yeah, I can be a little hardware girl. And <laughs> yeah, and you can <laughs> eat popcorn. I, That's amazing. Then yeah. I never put in my application. I don't know why. I just didn't. And then I put in an application. Like you forgot? Like I just didn't. Like you just didn't? I had it. I filled my application out and I just didn't. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to That's be. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Do you well, like serving? Just didn't turn it yeah. in. Yeah. 
<laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Like, but she had when you it do all. Homework. You like do the entire homework paper and then you just don't turn it in. You get no, it. girl. You I feel you. No, I I've like never understood that. Really? Like, I, no, I don't what? get the whole like. Oh, I did something, but I just randomly forget to turn it in. I have a oh. it's a woman thing. Yeah. It's our brains. Yeah. <laughs> we got so much going off on the, in there that you just we would like never understand. We multitask, and men really can multitask no, they can't. very well. It's pancake and, and spaghetti. Then, yeah. Right? But then when we do, then it's everything gets mixed up, so as yep. I can't multitask, <laughs> or I forget something, or it's So this is bad. your first serving job? Yeah. I've never served, and my boss was like, you worked at a daycare, a daycare, and I was like, did you drop? Have you dropped anything on anybody yet? Um, yes, yeah. I did. I did. I was carrying out a plate, and I had a big plate on my arm and another plate on my arm, and then I was carrying a drink. And the, this lady says, "Oh my gosh, you're doing so good!" And I turned around, and the coles the, there's a like monkey dish of coleslaw uh-huh. on a plate, and went flying. And, <gasps> Literally shattered on her husband's wheelchair. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that's yes. terrible. And his yeah. hey dudes had coleslaw. Oh, not so, the hey dudes. Not only, not only was I mopping the floor and cleaning it up, I was cleaning his shoes. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh. Hey, you were just so following the biblical example. Yes. Wash his feet. Yes, I was wash washing his feet. I was cleaning his <laughs> wheels. You better have gotten oh. a good tip for that. You want to talk about something that would be humbling? Humbling experience, let me tell you, because. Feet. Yeah. Because there are some gross oh, feet yeah. out there. And he was yeah, like, oh. there are some gross feet out there. <laughs> People that wash their feet with like their the- other foot. Okay. Yeah. Well, again, I'm, I can't be the only person that's not limber enough or too fat to reach down to wash your okay. toes. Just saying. That's fair. Or you fall down in this stupid thing. There ain't enough room in there. <laughs> There's not. Oh, yeah. There's so never tell enough. me about your swimming. I'm super interested. You've always swam? Yeah. What I've been, are you, well, freestyler, backstroke? Butterfly. Well, he's really into swimming right now, so he oh, like yeah. really wants to have well, this conversation with you. I was into swimming when I, before I went to, I, I was went to the Junior Olympics in swimming. What? Yes. That's yes. Okay. yes, yes yeah. I did. Wait, okay, so it's like the real Olympics, but junior? It's junior yeah. Olympics. So, so it's like a, it's a real Olympics thing. in swimming. What'd you swim? I did Butterfly, backstroke, <laughs> freestyle. But here's a no funny thing. No backstroke. I hate breaststroke. I hate it too because so I would get disqualified. Yeah, because me too because my, my feet don't turn in. Because I was when I was yeah. born. Yep. So my feet, I had braces. I still have them. My feet were turned completely in. So when I was little, I had to yeah, wear braces. Yeah, that don't work. And so now, like, I can't get them out. And you get disqualified if your feet are Really? Out. But listen yeah. to this. So I've been swimming at the aquatic center mm-hmm. in Manchester. And so the... North Manchester or the Manchester University coach is one of the lifeguards. Yeah. So I've been swimming. I thought, you know what? I'm going to butterfly. It's been a while. I'll see if my heart <laughs> oh rate can. <laughs> What are, you, what are you laughing about? When you say you butterflied, I don't like, know why it was just really butterfly. funny. Like, yeah. No, I know what the butterfly so anyway, is. So I go down and I'm like out of breath, come back. And he's like, hey. And I said, why? He's like, "I've because I had done it the day before and he was there too. Yeah. So he's like, hey, you know, I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding. He says, <laughs> Manchester <laughs> University needs a butterflyer on their team. Do you have any eligibility left? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. For the 50-year-old man that can still That's butterfly. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I know. That's what the butterfly man. But seriously, butterfly is the hardest. It is. And that was my stroke. Yeah. I really? Hated it. I hate it. I what? Hate, it's a love-hate. Well, 
is. Look is, at her. She's is, built like a is. powerhouse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I just say something? One time I was, there was this boy that I like had a crush on and we were walking into school and he told me I could be a lineman. No. <laughs> That's no. rude. <laughs> that Listen, is rude. Your body so is a compact crushed. powerhouse. Was, you need that for butterfly. So oh yeah. She's but like, you don't you want your crush saying that. And I'm like, you don't want your crush to say you're a powerhouse? No. no I know. Because no. he was telling me that I have big shoulders. And yeah. I was like. We want to feel womanly. Yeah. For once, I don't want to be saying everybody saying, <laughs> oh, you got big shoulders. I'm like, I know. I live with them. Well, I don't know. I, <laughs> but now I look like See, he now, probably was like. I go to the gym and I'm like. You're all about you're it. You're a powerhouse. Yeah, I'm like big. You're a yeah. powerhouse. Swole. Yeah, swole. Yeah. yeah. I swole. took a break from the gym, though, because I work. <laughs> <laughs> work I just think it's cool. I mean, I think yeah. it's cool that swimming's hard. Yeah, it like is. It, is really it really hard. is. And everyone is like, oh, I could do that. I could I could jump in and beat you. I'm like, you might be able to beat me, but you're not doing it right. Right. You can beat me because right. there's yeah. a lot there's of technique. There's no way somebody's going to jump in and beat you in butterfly. No. And it's no. it's not only is there technique, it's the mental. Uh-huh. Like, I will be like, oh, my gosh, I can't anymore. I can't anymore. And then... When I tell myself that in my head, it's like, then I just give up. Yeah. Because it's a lot of like it's endurance. Endurance. And like, strength. Yeah. Kind of like CrossFit yeah. is kind of. Mm-hmm. And the track team, the Huntington North track team will go into the Y and they'll swim. And some of our swimmers are on the swim team and they also do track. So like, it's really funny to watch the track people go in and swim and then swim with the swimmers. Right. Because it's <laughs> yeah. so much different. It is. Yeah. Because but, they are like out of shape. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen a non-swimmer swim? Mm, So the people that are doing freestyle like this. Yeah, and yes. then like go yeah. like this. <laughs> Their heads are both, like they can't really yeah. breathe. Well, and aren't like, you supposed to body, go like you're supposed to turn your, your head? Like in the water like that? Yeah. yeah. My sister was a swimmer on the yeah. swim team. But I swam, I can't even really say I only swim butterfly because my two events that I did was the 200 IM, which is... Yep. Fly back, breast free, all at the same, all at time. same time. So you do two hundred. So like a twenty five is like down. So just count like it's like dollars, like a quarter. Uh huh. So you have like eight quarters. So okay. Eight times okay. down, and you do butterfly for two, backstroke oh, for two. You know? I see. Yeah. And it's the individual medley, and then I was also the fly for the medley relay. Too. Medley. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. No, that's super impressive. I'm proud of you. So that's- outside you. of the water, how do you train for that? Like, what does your swim team do? Do you do anything? Because no. when I was, so <laughs> I tried so out for bad. the dive team for a minute and I was doing it for a second, but I couldn't handle it because you had to do like work out before the mornings well, oh, or in yeah. the morning and then get ready for school. Well, my freshman year, we had morning practices and then our coach said no. Good. Like he lives in Fort Wayne. So oh. he had to drive here and it was like 5 30. Yeah. yeah. We would jump in at 5 30 and be done at 6 30 and I had to be at school at 7 40 and I always went to school smelling like the pool. Oh but that's <laughs> a great <laughs> smell. <laughs> that is that my is, smell. Yeah. During swim everyone's like oh you smell and I'm like I know because I'm in the water for <laughs> the, three hours a day. But the funny thing about swimming is is that Low impact, but from a cardio right. and muscular building standpoint, I honestly think it's the best thing you can do. It is. It works the really? most muscles of mm. every single sport. It works the most muscles in your body. Yeah. Well, when I was injured, that's what they would tell me to do. Water do like, well, you yeah. can do aquatic running. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. Because you just it's really think about hard. the number of people that are runners and how their hips hurt, their knees yeah. hurt, their body just breaks down. Yeah. Like you can swim all of your life yeah. and be fine. Know, and you don't have. Unless you're pound. doing it wrong yeah, and you have shoulder sure. problems in the future. But. Oh. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. But the it's funny now. thing is, so before I started swimming, my left shoulder like would keep me up at night. And it's not now? So bad. Like so bad. And Were then you once saying I, like earlier when you said you went to the aquatics, this was like now thing? Yeah. What? Yes. Oh, yes. I like totally yesterday. missed it. I was, I was wondering why you guys were like laughing because I was like, oh, I didn't So it started I didn't think off. It was that, <gasps> so there's two things. So one, I'm fat and out of shape. <laughs> and so that's the beginning of it. And again, when I was working out, just finding the consistency. So a lot has changed. I made a decision. I'm going to care about my body and try to actually just stay in shape. Mm -hmm. So, but I wanted to get, I wanted to do something other than running on the treadmill and lifting. Like I don't mind either one of them, mm -hmm. but I don't want to really do it all the time. So I thought back to when I was in the best shape of my life, I used to swim every single day. And then I used to go sit in the steam room and then work out three <sighs> times a week. Yeah, so best. that's what I did. So I said, the aquatic center in Manchester is only... Uh, 15 minutes away from where I live now. Mm -hmm. So it's nice. You can go there in the morning. And so it started off that when I would do it, I did about 15, 20 laps. And I mean, I was out of gas. Really? Like, yeah. Out of gas. It, it, within mm -hmm. about 25 minutes. Wow. Now I'm up to, so I can swim an hour straight. Okay. Wow. And I get in like 1.5 miles. That's how long it takes to do 1.5 miles. It, well, in, it just depends on how fast you It depends on how, who you, yeah. Okay. It, it really does depend. Yeah. But correct form and everything. Yeah, I mean, doing freestyle and I stop once in a while, but the difference, so I get in a hundred and one hundred and two laps in wow. swim, but it's again, it's not like in swimming workouts. You do it a lot differently than that. I just wanted to get there, so now my shoulder doesn't hurt near like it did. Really, just because it builds it enough just, of the yeah, muscle it stretches around there. That's also. crazy. Well, when right after Jeff's heart attack, actually, he what? picked up swimming. Jeff had a heart attack. When was this? Where have you guys been? I don't know. <laughs> in twenty twenty. In twenty twenty. Yeah. I had no idea. That Did you Nick know this? Is he <laughs> nodding? Yes. Okay, Nick is nodding. Most, he knew it. Yeah, okay. So he had a heart Most attack. Most people that cared about Jeff knew. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you suckers don't know anything. So after his heart well, attack. Well, yeah, after his heart attack, he like had the, it was bad. He like, it was really bad. He like coded in the ambulance. Like we thought, I was in the shower. I remember my mom called me. He's like, she's like, Jeff's dying. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what? Wow. Were you, was he at the house? No, he was actually at work. Okay. At Nobe when he worked oh. there. He I don't know, like had anxiety or something, had a heart attack. And then next thing you know, I saw him. I didn't even get to see him in the hospital because of COVID that, that year. <gasps> yeah, yeah. And so I didn't see him for three days and he came back. Wow. And it was, yeah, it was scary, but he had to start eating better. So like we all changed our diet pretty much. Hmm. Like um, eating a lot healthier. Then I taught him how to swim because... There you go. Wow. Yeah. And I actually have a video. It's really funny. Like really far down in my camera roll of Jeff trying butterfly. And he's like, like that. Like in the water. That is, that is like amazing. Going. And it's the funniest video. But yeah. He, and Jeff, it is. Jeff like, can seriously, swim to, too. Really? To he bought fins. He bought goggles mm -hmm. and everything. He's wow. Like, yeah, so like he's like pro swimmer. Kick, kickboard out and use your fins yeah. and wow. you work your legs and yeah is he still it's, swimming um he doesn't swim as much now now he obviously does yeah. like yeah he's the, here all the time he's here all the time mm -hmm. <laughs> all the time <laughs> and um he does that more now yeah because yeah. we don't really have the we don't have our membership at the y anymore because i can go and swim because i'm on the swim team so there's oh, really cool. no point right. in paying and paying for here because jeff likes working out here with yeah. everybody yeah so yeah it's wow. whatever we works, right? Yeah, whatever works yeah. for you to stay in shape. So yeah. that was just for yeah. me. And, and now he's like insanely like we're proud of him. 
Yeah. Okay, so come on, we'd be like, I just hit like 360 on deadlift, and we're like, Ooh. well, I am. My mom's yeah. like, good job. Your mom's not like super excited. We try to get her to go to the gym and. Hey, she was there for a minute. She's yeah, not a gym. She was. She's, she's not a gym not, person. She's a Bible study girl. So. <laughs> Got it. Like working Wednesday out has Bible never study. been. So has working out kind of always been your thing? Like yeah. you do like to be in shape? I, and, yeah. So I started swimming in the fifth grade and then it started out as swim lessons because mm-hmm. when I lived, I moved to Greenfield when everything happened with my mom and I joined the swim team there in middle school. But in the fifth grade, I would do like... Um, lessons. Yeah. So I kind of learned and then I stuck with it, stuck with it. I moved back in seventh grade. I got on the swim team here and I've just been swimming ever since. Wow. Who was in Greenfield? My aunt. Okay. So you lived with your aunt during that time? Yeah. My aunt's um, husband lived in Nobleville, Noblesville. Mm -hmm. So they've always lived down that way. Yeah. Closer to that. Yeah. Wow. Well, anything else that you're excited about? Yeah. So... (laughs) Um, just say it it's not even, so basically on this Thursday I'll be in Warsaw um, I don't remember where it's at it's somewhere in Warsaw uh-huh. at a celebrate recovery and I'll like go and speak you're going to share been, your testimony yeah I've been you're a public speaker so she's yeah. been doing a lot of that actually a I've lot of it speaking. yeah like yeah. a lot a lot a lot yeah like I think five in the last year yeah you've been doing times, a lot which is a lot for me because if you know me, I'm like scared of people. I'm like so shy. I'm so shy. And then like, I'll just have to get up there and it's, it's fine. But yeah. it's, this girl saw me on Facebook from when I did it in Marion and she like texted my mom and she's like, oh my gosh, I would love it if she came and spoke out or wow. saw her recovery. And then like a couple of weeks ago, my mom's like, you're going to be here. And I'm like, oh. Okay. That's cool. Your mom's your manager. She's my manager. She's like your agent. Yeah. That's amazing though. That you're my assistant. Because that can really help people because it's a whole different perspective coming from a child. It is. I can only imagine. It's something that I don't hear a lot about. No. Because people my age are like so scared and like, I mean, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but I just think like I've always been scared of it. So Mm -hmm. I imagine other people are too. Yeah. Because you were how old when it first started? Like when, or your first memory of it, I guess. Like when my mom was arrested yeah, or just from the beginning, like I guess from the beginning, yeah. I was probably seven and you knew what was going on yeah. or did you not? Yeah, I did. Okay. A lot of people don't. And like, I was, I don't know. I just, I've always been more mature for my age. Mm-hmm. Like always since I was in kindergarten, like not so much, like even if it wasn't school smart, like I've always just been really smart and like, street smart, I guess yeah. is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Yeah. So like you just picked up on from, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I knew it wasn't, that wasn't normal for, and a lot of people think it's normal, but yeah. I, I just knew that like, Oh, the, th- the things that I'm seeing are like the things that are happening. Like this doesn't feel right. In the beginning, though, when it like well, so hold on, so maybe so for our listeners, yeah, I know. Oh, no, that's no. right, that's I'm right. Just saying, so yeah. that they can catch up. So maybe just okay. tell yeah. a little bit about so because I do think it's cool mm-hmm. what you're talking about, but I think there are going to be people out there being like I can't yeah, connect the dots. I know. I was like so of, invested. Of what you're what you're yeah, talking so, about? So um, maybe get a little brief history of your mom and kind of what you grew up, yeah, okay. or how that was happening, so that they can then understand your view. Okay. Yeah. So. My mom and my dad 
were together for a really long time, they had me. And then they ended up getting, they broke up when mm-hmm. I was two. My mom was single for about a year and a half. And she, this was before her addiction. She was, she lived with me or she lived with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I no, lived with her yeah. and um, she ended up meeting Jeff. So I've, Jeff's been like yeah. my dad. Mm-hmm. He, he's my, like, he's my dad. Yeah. And he's been there since I was three. And, um, so I don't, I'm not sure exactly when it started because I was so young and it's hard for me because like the younger you get, like things don't always line up time-wise. Right. I would be like, oh, I was this old when this happened. She's like, no, you were actually this old. Mm-hmm. And I actually was older than what I thought. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm pretty sure it was around when I was maybe six or seven, it kind of started. So when she started my using, mom, can I throw yeah. something in there? Because I think this part is. And maybe you can correct me if Mm -hmm. I'm wrong, but way back when, so when I first met Jeff, Jeff tells his story, Mm -hmm. I get to know him. One of the things that he talked about was your mom, you know, and he would describe it as, and I would agree with this. And I just think people want to make sure they understand this. Mm -hmm. She was a functioning addict. Oh yeah. yeah. She 100% was. Very functioning at the time when I knew her in the beginning. And Mm -hmm. it got, it got a little bit. To the, like, okay, so I'll explain it. So she, I was just getting ready to say she, she worked three jobs. Mm-hmm. She went to college. She was a sheriff or a jailer. She worked at the sheriff's office and she did autopsies yeah. all at the same time. And she went to college. So, cause she was going to college for her criminal justice, uh-huh. bachelor's in criminal justice, which she just graduated with in 2021. So she was very high functioning at a lot of the time until like she started doing heroin, which really yeah. was what got her. Cause when she would just do like, um, I don't know, I think just it was, pills. Yeah, just yeah. pills, like she could function. And it wasn't so much then that I started to realize it. But after like when we moved into my house on college, mm-hmm. is around when I think it was April twenty sixteen mm. is when it started to get kind of bad to where I started to notice things and then I would get curious. So I would go through a purse and I would find things. Really? Like, At that yeah, young of age? Yeah. So like seven? I was, I was yes. Wow. Snoopy. Like I needed to know everything. I would get mad. Like I remember being furious. She'd be in the bathroom and I would just stand outside, mm. lay on my back and just kick the door like that. Like I knew what I knew something wasn't right. Wow. So I would like, I remember I would go out to the car and her, her purse would just be sitting in the car and I'd just open it. And, and would you find so anything? Dangerous. I know. What? I know. Yeah, would you like, find anything? Dad, you'd have like a little coin purse and they're like like tiny tiny spoons yeah i mean obviously you, did you know and what then, that was at that time then i would look it up on, on google yeah on my that's tablet. right that's the google <laughs> on my tablet i would look it up and i'll be like white powder wow <laughs> and then it would pull up i'm like yeah that's what i found right. but like i didn't know what it was called and i didn't know it was drugs like i right. would never tell anybody oh yeah my mom's a drug addict like no i didn't know that much right but um so, and it would get to the point where like my mom would take me places and like, then there was this one specific house and I could probably tell you how to get there right now. <laughs> like I would go in and there would just be like drugs on yeah. the counter and like we would go in and I would like trap music, just everything, yeah. like the small things that I remember. And what sometimes music? trap music. Yeah. Like ghetto. Like a trap I don't know, house. Like 
Yeah. Like rap. Like rap music, music. Basically, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, just, I thought maybe just put a T for the front of it. In front of it. I thought that <laughs> That's was, right. I, I didn't even think oh, about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. Which trap? I don't know if there's a difference really. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. Either but, way. Um, Sorry. That was no, an interruption. And there would just be like loud music. And it would just be like this one person in. I don't know. I just remember somewhere a like seven year old shouldn't be small things that I can picture. And like, I have a very photographic memory. Like I can see everything, mm-hmm. but, and then sometimes like my mom will be like, that didn't happen. And I'm like, yeah, it did. Like, mm. do you, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's just some people when they use, they forget things. Yes, that's like, true. You don't, yeah. you don't remember. And I'm like, yeah, like this happened. And she just doesn't remember it happened sometimes. And then I have to like remember right. that, that it happens to people. Right. And there was one time, one, one of the things that I remember the most, um, I woke up one time and I think it was like maybe 12. I don't know. Cause I didn't have a phone. The microwave clock wasn't working. So <laughs> I was like eight years old, maybe nine. And I woke up and nobody was home. It was just nobody me was home and the dog. Cause Jeff worked third shift. Oh. So it was like when I would, when Jeff would leave at seven o'clock to go work, I was, I was alone. I was basically on my own. Like, mm. wow. <laughs> especially in the time where her addiction got a little bad. Yeah. yeah. Like it was, I was just hmm, go to yep. bed, whatever. And but I woke up one morning and I like remembered or I saw like nobody was home. The car wasn't there and I was like freaking out. Like I was like standing on the front porch getting ready to go wake my neighbor up. Cause you were like, scared. I was terrified. But I was like, oh no, I can't do that. Cause that's like scary to just go knock on your neighbor's door at, at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what's wrong? And so I just waited and I was so mad at her. I was so mad. She just left me there and then her and her friend show up. Like an hour later, I'm like freaking out. Not thinking anything's a big no, deal. No, right. And she, no, and she, the thing is, is like she probably didn't think it was such a big deal at the time just because right. when you're, you're sleeping, in your addiction, yeah. like, you don't think like that. Mm-hmm. But like now, that that's a big problem. Right. Thinking of a child's perspective, that would yes. be traumatizing. Yeah. So, so yeah. put these two things together because I think this is... So for people who would be on Facebook today or watch, you're speaking at churches... Mm-hmm. Your, your mom has given her testimony. Mm-hmm. Jeff has talked about your mom's involved in recovery. You're mm-hmm. now speaking at Celebrate Recoveries. You're strong in your faith. You know, how did that happen? So here, here we're talking about, again, because I, I don't, I remember your mom coming once in a mm-hmm. while with yeah. Jeff when you guys were young, but not very often, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning. So how did you... You know, because it's one story of how your mom and Jeff mm-hmm. ended up. But yeah. how did you, as somebody in a situation like this, find the Lord, find hope, mm-hmm. and get to the place now where you're giving other children hope yeah. in that situation? Yeah. So how, how did that happen? Like, Well, for me, it was just as simple as the change in my mom that, like, and I was very— alert. So like I saw how she was before she got arrested. Well, when my mom got arrested, she got bonded out. So that, that two months that she had was really bad. And I was still seeing her, even though there was a, um, court order, uh, order, protective order. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From DCS. So I would see her and she would just be really bad. And then she goes to jail. And I would, I, I remember maybe two times 
I think it was two times I went and seen her through the jail, through the glass screen and phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's just something different. Like her eyes are bluer. Her eyes are brighter. They're not so gray. And yeah. she's like, just is something small as like her complexion yeah. got brighter and mm-hmm. just her as a person. Mm-hmm. And she was a lot clearer. And I, I realized that even as young as I was being 10 years old when this happened, um, and then I was still like kind of guarded, you know, oh, I, yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really have a big thing. Like, I don't, you know what I'm trying to say? Like you didn't I, trust I was her yet. Guarded off. Yeah. Like I wasn't so big on it yet. And then Just because she you goes, didn't know if it was going to yeah, spread. Right. Like, right. And my also, not only is my, so not only am I dealing with this with my mom, but I would go to my dad, every, dad's every other weekend, come home smelling like weed. Like, cause he was using yeah, them too. And like, a lot of people forget that like, or I don't tell my dad's side of the story as much because he's still, well, he got arrested just a couple weeks ago. Oh really? Like, he's still very much an active addiction. Wow. Yeah. So I don't always tell that side and I should a lot more because it's like, not only am I dealing with what happened with my mom, I had to go to my dad's house and he's doing the same thing. Yeah. People coming in and out, my sis, my little sister's like, they were really little at the time. So like I had to deal with that and protect them. Yeah. And my dad would be in and out of jail. Like he's been in and out of jail since I was probably five. Mm. Wow. Like in and out of houses, like going to apartments, to houses, to littler houses, to apartments, to right everything you can think of different girls all the time. Like it was just, it was chaotic, especially at his house. And I think the moment that I kind of realized that, um, Everything was changing in mm-hmm. my mom was just the fact that I would go and see her at Madison. She went to Madison mm-hmm. and she would call me. And then um, one thing that happened was her and Jeff, her, did she, I don't know, did she say anything about her and Jeff's relationship on the podcast? Yeah, a little bit, I think, but maybe I mean, just she, keep saying okay. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, for people that maybe haven't listened to it. Yeah, yeah she is. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Um, but they were like having their own issues. Bro- they broke up for a while. Well, I, Jeff had bought me a Bible when I had moved away because wow. then it's like I lived with my aunt and they have no, like they started going to church because I asked them to, because I'm like, I need to go to church. Like this is something I need. We found when a church. you away in Greenfield. Yes. Yeah. So wow. when, I, when I moved yep. and this was two hours away. Uh-huh. So um, I was like, you know, going through the change, going to a different school, being like, I never been to a school, a different school. Mm-hmm. I had been at Flint Springs mm-hmm. since kindergarten, like, and I knew in the a same small people, town. small town. Then I moved to somewhere close to Indy. And it's yeah. like, there's a whole lot more people than I thought. And I went to an intermediate school. Not only was it that, it was humongous. Yeah. So um, Jeff sent me the Bible. And I was like reading it one time and this was like when I was little. Mm-hmm. So I think I was maybe 11 and um, I flipped to, cause like when you're little, you think things like, oh, the devil's number is 666 and Jesus' <laughs> number is 777. Yeah. You know, and which like it is, but right. like when you're younger, it's something, I mean, it has a totally different meaning. Yeah. So I was, one day I was flipping in my Bible and I turned to page 777, like in my Bible. And um, not only, so my my aunt was like, you need to write your mom a letter. I hated writing her letters. I was like, why? Like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know what this is. It's just a letter. Right. But like to her, there's something so different. Yes. You just don't get, you don't, you you don't, don't get, get that kind of communication yeah. in jail or so, prison. 
I was writing your letter, and I was like, writing whatever. I said, hey, how's your day going today? Well, flip to page 777 in your Bible. If it's not the same, blah, blah, blah. So it was Proverbs 21, 1, I think. Uh-huh. 21, 1. And um, she had been, so this is something I did not know. And I didn't figure, I didn't learn this until I was, at, she was out of prison and in the remnant. I didn't know. She told me this one day, and this is something that really boosted my faith because it's like this, you can't make this up. Yeah. So, um, she had written Proverbs 21, one on her bunk, <gasps> like prior. Oh, this was the, this was the scripture that she would pray. And instead of the King's heart, she would say Jeff's heart. Mm. So like, and I still have not, I have, I've read this so many times and still can't memorize it's it because okay. it's not like, yeah, yeah. The, sure. it's yeah. not like one of the more known yeah, ones. More, yeah. So something, the King's heart is like a river and he, God directs it wherever he pleases. Well, he, she would say Jeff's heart and she would pray that over Jeff's like every single day while well, she had prayed. Like if you're hearing these prayers that I'm saying, like send me something physical I can hold in my hand. Three days later, she gets a letter from me mm. <gasps> that says oh, that exactly so what cool. she had been praying, and she has the letter. And um, yeah, it's really crazy, and it, it's not crazy. It's God. Like yeah, right. I always say it's crazy. But uh, I always say that to my mom. I'm like, it's so crazy. It's so weird. She's like, she's it's like, not it's weird. It's this yeah. probably got it from yeah. my mom. Yeah, <laughs> or no, that yeah. would have been before the time. But yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. My mom says that too. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they it's so annoying. Yeah, they probably do. <laughs> um, but, and that's like, I was like sitting there. I was like, that's crazy. Like, how did that even happen? And then, um, so that's kind of the point where I was like, okay, this is real. Right. Like this ain't some. That is so cool. Yeah. I gave me goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. It was it So was like crazy. God's starting to work yeah, in your life and, like, and you're starting to see this he's transformation. He's not only moving in her, but he's moving like she, he's moving in her and it's like coming out through me. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just so cool that like what I, my influence, like what I had written down, which I fully believe that was not me who writ- wrote that down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even remember this letter. Mm-hmm. Like I seriously don't like God wrote that letter yeah. to my mother through me, mm-hmm. like used me to, to do that. And I was like, it's so crazy. And I look at the letter now and I'm like, why did I even write that? Yeah. I literally wrote her one sentence that was actually from me, and then yeah. the rest was from God. <laughs> That's God's so like, awesome. Here's your letter. Right. But yeah, three days later, she got it. So I wonder what her of, reaction was like reading it. I don't know. I don't, you know, I like how amazing thing. that would have been to yeah. just. Well, I think it's praying. This is the proof, and this is why we've got to get this. Mm-hmm. When you have feelings, regardless of what you think they are, whether it's turn to page 777 or <laughs> right. whatever that stuff is and write something down, send a text, do, because you never know what God's doing on yeah. the other end. Yeah. Like you just have no idea. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I had no, I was so childlike or I was, I was such a child still. So, I mean, I didn't have a faith where I prayed all the time. I would say, now I lay me down to sleep. Right. My yeah. little prayer that my mom and me used to say. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because like, before my mom and while my mom was in her addiction, me, Jeff, Grace, Eli would always lay down. It would like if they were ever there, we would lay down and we would say the Lord's prayer. And at the end of it, we would say, "Thank you, Lord, for this person, this person, mm-hmm. this thing, this thing, everything." And mm-hmm. it would be like a whole ten minute like prayer that we would do as a family. But and when I was little, me and my mom would always say our prayers like, "Now lay me down to sleep. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord, my soul to keep." Right. And like looking back, it's like we were still praying and we had no idea. Like yeah. And I came to, I came to um, church here when I was little, like I always remember, but my mom never 
really came here. Mm-hmm. She always wore a cross necklace. It's like she just didn't know like when she was in her addiction and it's like looking it's it's just two different things. It's right. it's really like there's this box and then in this box is everything that happened and then in a separate box is now and mm-hmm. it's crazy to look back. And especially for me because I've seen everything unfold. I've just been looking like standing yeah. back looking at everything and just kind of in child's was, eyes. Yeah. Like right. in, that's, in a different point of view. And I was so innocent in my thinking and I didn't have all this anger towards her. And I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, we had a lot of forgiveness to go through, but mm-hmm. it was like I like Jeff, he was angry. Yeah. He was angry. Right. I wasn't like that because I was just so innocent in my thinking, like You wanted your mom. This is my mom. Mm-hmm. And I know I know I am very fortunate. Not a lot of people are like that. Like Every time I speak, I always will have one person tell me, how do you, how do you, how did you forgive your mom? And it's the hardest question because Mm -hmm. it's like, I really didn't have to. Like, I was, that's like unconditional love. I didn't have to do that. I mean, I I went through it and I walked through forgiveness with her because like, that's what we're told to do, but it wasn't hard for me to do that. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, I kind of have, I'm I'm at a loss of words when people ask me, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. Just keep praying. Like ask God to do it for you because I have nothing, I don't know. Right. Well, can I ask you a couple questions? Because we're at the 30 minute mark, but before we get into the questions, a couple things. So one of the things that people will talk about all the time is repeating of the cycle. Mm. So you see a lot of parents who have either dabbled in or were in addiction mm-hmm. that the kids followed along mm-hmm. the same road. So the first question be for you, like, how did you guard against that? How did you, is it a struggle? Is it something that, mm-hmm. because you're also living in a day and age where drug access is way easier. Yeah. And it's so normal. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, so like, normal. Yeah. Like drug Doing drugs today is not 15, 20 years ago. It's like, wow, if somebody's doing drugs yeah. now, it's become normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe as advice to people who are listening, you know, that are out there that are half parents or mm-hmm. people around them that are in addiction or struggling with drug use or people that are, you know, uh, to have that around them. How have you personally, or maybe what are some of the things that you have done to not fall into that or maybe that's never been an issue mm-hmm. well it's definitely it's never like been like a temptation or anything because i've seen what it done like i've seen what it did to my mom like yeah. i never never ever will i i just don't want that for mm-hmm. my life like i don't want to be like that it's embarrassing like believe me it was embarrassing going back to school the day after our door got kicked in our oh my gosh freaking address was on the front page of the paper along with my mom's picture and everything like it was very blasted so it's like not only is it embarrassing it's so hard to like get out of mm-hmm. like yeah and I, I just don't want that and also like just seeing what it's done and i mean it's very real in the school bathrooms you i bet you there was one person in there with something maybe not Hard drugs, but like, you know, yeah, like marijuana, weed or something weed or yeah. like that. Right. It's in there. Well, it starts off small. Yeah. And right. I mean, if you ask my mother, she will always say it always starts with marijuana or it always starts with drinking on the weekends. Yes, it does. So, I mean, but it's never been like something I've been like tempted with. And I really just think it's because God has given me this like completely new, like 
I see it differently than what other people see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only like adult or not only kids, but adults too. Like I just see it differently and it's a lot more, um, what's the word? Like, uh, describe it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, I, I love trying to guess. Say the same I thing. know. Yeah, Cause I want to guess it. I want to guess it. Like something that other people don't think is as bad. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not as, it's not as bad to you or it is bad it, to you. Yeah. I don't know. Either Dang way. It. So for you watching what it has done, yeah. the cost that it's been for mm-hmm. every, the collateral damage. Yeah. And I do think that there is some thing that God had to do. Right. Yeah. Because I would say the statistics way in the other way. Yeah. Right. Where a lot of kids fall in the same well, footsteps, even though they see that yeah. that happens. I right. see it happen. I see it happen. My people that I'm friends with, like, right. These people, like, I know that their parents are going through the same thing that my parents went through. And it's like, how do you not see this? Like, how do you, why would you want to do this same thing? Do they have God in their life? Like those friends, they do? And their parents do too? And it's like, well, I don't, I don't know. It's, (laughs) because I think. say a lot about it because it's like, I don't want to call anybody out. Right, for sure. It's just like, I see it and I'm like, I just don't understand, like. How can you like see everything that God's doing for you and then turn your shoulder Let, and yeah. do the opposite? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's hard for me to understand, but that's because I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, because it's two things. One, you're trying to give a perspective to young people today that it's hard to give, right? Mm-hmm. So for all these kids that are out there doing recreational marijuana or that are dabbling in, you know, drugs, it's, it's hard to say. And you might end up in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might end up killing somebody. You might end up with because your entire nobody life. nobody thinks like that. No. Everyone thinks in the moment, but it's like, if you take a step back, it, it doesn't matter. It could be next weekend you're at a party and someone gives you, you know, the Perk 30s have been going around. That's pure fentanyl. Really? Just killed a couple people in Marion. Right. They're wow. the little blue pills mm-hmm. that have, I think it's M30. I saw it on Facebook. Right. And it's like, you could literally, someone can hand you that at a party ne- next weekend and you would be dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that wasn't years ago either. Like that just started here recently. Like fentanyl has been a very big thing the past four years. Yes. Yeah. Really been getting big. So it's like, I just feel like people don't understand that. And it's Mm -hmm. yeah. So you've seen it and said, okay, I don't want to be a part of it. So you have a perspective. You've made a difference. I would agree with you. I don't understand who could watch it, see the destruction and still choose to do it. Like that's a and way. It's, it's no different than my dad just got out. So he got out of prison in twenty March of 2021. He was living. Oh, wow. Yeah. Living a good life. Like me and him were getting so close. And then he turns around. He relapses. Like, how could you do that? I don't understand how you could just live this life and like be free and have this good like. He was going to church with us and we would drive 45 minutes to church every single Sunday just to be with him because we just, all we wanted for him was to Mm -hmm. do good. And then he turns around and it's like, how could you just waste all of that hard time? Like how? Right. And just give it up for nothing. Right. And it's the same thing with people that just don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like it takes a lot out of somebody. And not only is it like probably hard like I've never went through but I'm sure it was not easy mm-hmm. and like it's takes a lot of time out of your life like that oh gosh time, yeah it does that time out of when my mom was in prison like I went through a lot of stuff myself like changes and you had a lot of changes during that yeah. time 
Those like just like, growing those up. Those are like the times that I needed my mom. And it was like, yeah, I had my aunt, but she has, she's same. a boy mom. Yeah, she's a boy not, mom. She's it's not, not the same. It's not the same at all. And right. so I guess, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So what do you feel like? So this was the other part of the question. So now not only are you solidified your faith and where you're going and how God's using you, how do you see him using you in the future because it sounds like like he's using you to speak into the lives of young people mm-hmm. or speak into the lives of older people that have kids. So how do you see your effect right now speaking at the celebrate recoveries or the things that you're doing? How do you see God using you in that way or any of in those the future mm-hmm. or even now? Yeah. Well, that's I guess something like I'm just kind of watching. Mm. Right where I'm at, watching how it plays out because it's like I enjoy going to these things. And like, if he really wanted to, he can make this my full time career. Like, um, so like my mom's a couple of my mom's really close friends were just in Kentucky talking at schools and like, really? Yeah. And it's like, I guess that could be me, maybe, but I, I have the plans that I want mm-hmm. for my life when <laughs> right. I get older. And it's, I mean, that probably maybe not happen. I don't know. But, um, I, I have a really like strong want to help, um, younger kids Mm -hmm. that were in my situation Mm -hmm. when I was nine years old and just got ripped out of my mother's care. Like I want to be there for those kids. And like, I've kind of in between maybe social work or school teacher. Mm-hmm. But I don't know because it's like both of those, they're two totally different things, but I see, I could see myself being used. But the problem with both of those things is like God was such a big thing in my life. And it's like, how do you incorporate that into, you can't really yeah, right. incorporate like government. praying for them. Yeah, you can, you can pray for them all day long, but it's like exactly government. When you work for them, you can't, mm-hmm. like they, you can't do anything with that. So it's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I've been praying about it and I'm just waiting it out. Yeah. Yeah, really, I mean, that's all I can do right now. Cause yeah. I'm still, I'm, I'm still kind of young to where I have time to think about these things, but it's like, I feel like he's going to do something. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's obviously using yeah. your story mm-hmm. that yeah. was obviously a rough patch to be able to share with other people, to be able to Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, I'm so sorry like that you went through that. And I'm like, well, I'm here, I'm, I'm alive, and I'm healthy. But so you know what's also cool? Like, fine. not only are you speaking into the lives of the kids, you're also giving the parents that wouldn't hear their children or, like, couldn't see their children in the yeah. same way as when you speak, then they're thinking about their own children and yeah. thinking of what devastation they put them through. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, Have you had parents come I'm up to you oh, as well? Multiple, multiple, multiple. And yeah. I'm sure like if they hadn't heard what I had to say, like they probably never would realize. Like, like have that compassion for how, their kids. Yeah, yeah. How it really is. Mm-hmm. And like still, I don't even go and I, I'm always so worried about saying the wrong thing. So like I'll hold back a lot of what I went through. Just because it's like, I just censor it. So yeah, you're afraid. Because I'm afraid of like, I'm always afraid of like saying the wrong thing and kind of offending somebody mm-hmm. or not even somebody in like there, but my mom. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to share something yeah. that she's like, well, why would you say that? And yeah. I'm always scared. But then I, then you know, she, she wouldn't say that though. And she's like, this is like, you have to share this because it already 
is done and happened. So why does it even matter? And the why truth should, hurts. I hold it back. It does. It really does. And, it and does. especially with people in addiction, like you have to be blunt forward. Like that's yeah. the only way to get to them, especially if they're still in that state mm -hmm. of mind of addiction, because when you're in addiction, you're just, you're completely self-centered and mm -hmm. selfish and you only care about you. And I can't speak for having kids during that time, but I could only imagine it would be the same thing. And every parent that I've talked to mm -hmm. has said that too. Yeah. And it's like, I have to remember, like, I'm always scared of saying the needles and the mm. heroin that I found in the spoons and like the details. But it's like, I feel like if I sometimes when I don't see that people don't really realize how traumatizing some of it was for me. Yeah. Like, I can only I imagine so that kind age, of, yeah. seeing all that, especially like the things I've seen at a older age being on drugs has traumatized me. So yeah. to be a child in that world, and I've been to many of houses, I've lived in many of houses where there were kids around and like you telling your story has now put a perspective in me for like just those moments. Yeah. I don't know, it's just really neat how some, God can use somebody to speak into the lives yeah, of other people. Yeah, I've, and I've also realized not only does it help younger people, people in addiction, but the people who have to take care of the kids, the guardians of yeah. the kids who get taken from their parents. Like I have heard a lot of people say, thank you. Like I can now put together in my head, like try to understand what this, what, like what they're going through. Right. And I'm like, and then I realized recently like, oh yeah, like I never really thought of how it could help the guardians mm. and like the grandparents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause if you're not in that world or ever and have you been, understand. you don't understand at all. Right. Like at all. It's just a whole completely different yeah. thing. So they don't it even really like is. get what, why they're acting out or why they have these reactions yeah. or emotions. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's like PTSD right there for kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's PTSD yeah. for me, girl. <laughs> I can only imagine. Like I'll drive by certain places, like especially in Fort Wayne, we'll go by certain places and I'll be like, oh, I've been there before. Music mm -hmm. too. Oh, does that bring yeah. back memories? Or like um, certain smells. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just like that though. Like yeah. certain smells. Are you an empath? Me. Yeah. Okay. I knew it. I knew I it. <laughs> All right, Jenny, you got questions? Yes, we got questions. Let me pull them up. But some oh, of the questions. What? Her drink. She didn't get a chance to drink anything. I know. What did you get from the cafe? Frozen what is hot that? Chocolate with Frozen butter? hot. Ooh, with, with peanut, butter. peanut butter. You know what? It's so funny. I don't know if you know this, but Jeff orders his own protein peanut butter protein powder and stores it in the cafe for yes. whatever he's done that for you know years that? yeah what? he's done that he's stored peanut butter back yeah. there for years there was one time it's only when, his name yeah and when when they make it they know to get it out of his thing because <laughs> yeah. it's his he buys it and wow. brings it yeah there was one time like i mean there's a special peanut butter powder yeah yeah it's protein powder for after his workouts he'll go so, buy he'll go get a spartacus and then he just walks up, Spartacus, yes, ma'am. And then goes <laughs> get for it. The Jeff Diamond yes. Spartacus. Yeah. But he had a thing of protein powder back there from when I was like managing it. Courtney had left. I mean, it was back there for over a year because yeah. this was when he wasn't he wasn't here during that time. Hmm. And I'm like, whose dang protein powder is this <laughs> when I was going through stuff? Yeah, well, so, he got some more back there. So okay. <laughs> he needed it because it had been up there for a minute. Yeah, I would like a Jeff Diamond. I go to the yes, cafe. Yeah. Can we get, put that on the menu? Yes. Just can we all get Jeff a Jeff Diamond, Diamond please? <laughs> With his protein powder. The, the Jeff Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This one is from Grace Diamond. Oh. She's actually sister. the first. Yeah. This is the first time that she, she has messaged us. She wants to know what is one piece of advice that you would give to a kid whose parents are in active addiction? 
Is that funny Sorry, coming from her? Sorry, just funny because of Sarah. Yeah. Is um, and I get that question a lot, actually. Like, after I'll speak, I'll get that question like, oh, what's advice? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, like, um, It's a big question. It is a really big question, especially like, I feel like giving advice is kind of hard. Especially like, to grown-ups. spot, yeah. And I've always, I've always had um, like this mental block that I'm too young to like try to tell people, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. I don't know. But I guess one thing is like, hmm, like parents in active addiction. Mm-hmm. See, so like think about yeah, when like you what were that age. What should do when they're going through their mom's purse? Yeah. Uh, what should well, they probably do don't do that. <laughs> when they see their parents spiraling out of right. control, what should they? Yeah. Like, how did you keep should, yourself sane, I guess? Should or, they reach out? Should they talk well, to somebody? Should they? I, I really, other than, I think it's, I think it's so hard for me because I had Jeff. Mm-hmm. Honestly, okay. I think it is so hard for me because like, I would be like, other than the times that I would get left at home by myself, like I really didn't do anything. Okay. So like, but I think it is really hard for me to come up with an answer to that because I had him and I had such a strong, like he was my rock during this whole time. Like this is who I leaned on when my mom wasn't around but I guess just so find somebody that they can lean on and like if you can't reach out like I know that there are plenty of programs in the community like that you can go to Mm -hmm. like I don't know yeah be able to find like just reaching out and like having trying to find that support system that is going to be there for you and like go to like go to youth groups like that's something I did like um I would go with my mom's friends kids like to youth group every once in a while yeah and i think now like if i was going through this now definitely like finding somebody in the church i think is really important because i go to the well youth group and like one of my biggest like my one of my people that i can talk to um she's my leader for a small group and Mm -hmm. it's like i've went even went to her a a lot recently just with everything I'm going through with my dad. So I guess I still am going through this, but I'm I'm a little bit older now and I understand a lot more. Yeah. And it's like I get so mad and I'll just go to her and I'll mm. be I'll text her and be like, please pray for me. Like I need prayer for this and this. So I guess just finding somebody that is like gonna be there for Yeah. Me. Yeah. Good. And mm-hmm. it's different than having a parent because mm-hmm. I can go to you her. You can like honestly open up. Yeah. yeah. And something that I like things that I would probably never tell my parents because yeah, not because they're bad, but right. It's just it's, a different relationship a different perspective to yeah. get somebody else's perspective. That's not your mom. Yeah. Is a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it can help a lot. Yeah. Good. All right. Here's a fun question from Tony Lemon. He wants to know if you could be any animal that lives in the water. Well, that's funny. Cause you're a swimmer. That's I'm probably swimmer. why he said it. <laughs> never mind. What animal would you be and why? In the water. In the water. In the water. I feel like dolphins would be a good swimmer. Yeah. Is that what you would be? No, I don't think so. What would you be? I would have to think about it. Octopus? Uh, Polar bear. Mm. I know they're like half water. water. Yes, I mean, but they're in the water. (laughs) They're They're, they're by water. They swim. (laughs) (laughs) They're not extinct. They are still around. Apparently, there's like what is there's like 23 live. 23? Probably. No, there's more than that. Listen. Listen, they're overcoming the, the, the coldness. Funny thing in the world. So pick an animal that lives in the water polar that bear. you would like to be like. Yes. Oh, polar bear for sure. For sure. Final answer. Oh. I mean, it swims in the water, it gets food in the water. 
doesn't live in the water. I mean, no, but I made an exception to okay. the rule okay. or to the question. All right, now your she turn. She makes her own rules. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. I don't know. Probably like, hmm, maybe like a megalodon. If those are what real. What the heck? Uh-huh. What's a megalodon? I don't know if they're even real. <laughs> what is it? It's something I saw. Yeah. I don't know. I think they, like they, whoever they is, I don't know. They're just like the biggest one in the ocean. Wait, like a uh, They might be extinct now. It's a shark. Have oh. you never seen the Meg? The who? The Meg. The show. The, the TV? Meg. The That's Meg. That's a show. That's Im- Image. Do you know what this show is? The Meg. Oh, the Meg. And it's about a shark. Thank yeah. you. It's about a really big shark, like okay. really big, and he like eats a eats people whole the ship. No. Oh, eats the ship. ship. Oh, <laughs> I don't wow. know. So nobody either would that, mess with you. Yeah, either that or maybe a jellyfish because they're clear and nobody will see them, and I can just sting people. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? Yeah. What would your answer be? Uh, I would be somewhat of the shark species. Okay. Yeah, I would want something that eats meat and rules the water. Or maybe so a seahorse. Seahorses are cute. are cute. And I like the way they, they just are cute. spray out babies. They do. It's a fun fact. <laughs> like, actually. That's what you want to do someday? Just spray the babies out. Yeah. <laughs> now, listen. Seahorses, I learned this. Yes, so they are male for the first, like, or wait, no, hold on. I think they're all male or female for the first couple years of their life. And then when the queen or king, whoever it is, whatever sex it is, dies, then they become that sex. Yeah, and... It's like I know it was really confusing <laughs> and hard to follow along, <laughs> but, no but I learned it on one it's of my okay, fact okay. uh, apps. Yeah, okay. it is. And it was males, actually a really cool fact. Birth, so yeah. I would be a male, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tony. This question got really yeah, weird. No, it was good. All right, Emily Krieger. She says she loves Ava, oh, and love she Emily. got to spend time together in youth group when she broke her leg. <laughs> but what I want to know is what was the best thing that has happened to you in 2022? Okay, I'm sorry. Why did you give me that look? It happened you in your church. Yeah, I was trying to remember you. how it all happened. So that's why I was looking like. Well, let me just tell a little Wait, short what? story time. We're going to go a little over the one hour. But okay. basically, I was at youth group and we were playing Nazi versus the Jews. Here? Here. Yes. Nazi versus the Jews? Nazi versus we were playing that game here? <laughs> I think. <laughs> maybe. I think that, that's what, what we named That's it. amazing. Maybe, maybe it wasn't that. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, that's okay. We'll stick with I that. I love church we play. Not Jews. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you broke your. That's what you do in youth group at life church. Yeah, I mean, duh. Okay. It was like some hide and seek game. Well, I was, I was the one running from people. Yeah. And I was, I was running down the stairs over here. No. Yes, listen, the listen, the, the uncarpeted ones. No, 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 no. Not the ones over here. Oh, I don't okay. know where we are in the. Building. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but you it's mean, okay. Just point that. Yeah, way. yeah. But you By are the right. Glass door, like when you go up the stairs to go to child, the child now. Yes. So I was like halfway up the stairs, thought I was Spider Man. Choom, jump down. I say I tell people I tripped down because that's embarrassing to say I jumped down <laughs> and I landed on my ankle and I actually still have problems with my ankle to this day. And wow. um, yeah, I heard a snap. That I could have been it. a whole lawsuit. Were you a Jew or a Nazi? I was a Jew. <laughs> I was a Jew. Wow. And um, Emily, and then I was crying and everyone was just looking at me. And then Emily got me in the wheelchair and rolled me down. And oh. then, not even the best part then. She dumped I you took, out of the wheelchair. <laughs> I took a gel Tylenol and fell asleep on the couch. Uh, up here? Or up there? Oh, man, no, that's awesome. No, we had the couches out there. Oh, yeah. This yeah. was like 2020. Wow. Yeah. 
Long time ago. Jews and Nazis. I was in a cast for three months. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought I wasn't going to be able to swim my seventh grade year. Wow. All because of Jews and Nazis Nazis and I thought I was Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So what was your best part of 2022? I love this question. We've never had this Mm. question asked before. 2022 is like a blur, I swear. (laughs) What year is it? It's 2023. Last year. Um, Your favorite. Whatever year it happened in. (laughs) I got a job. My first job. That was really That was last year you got your first job? Yeah. 2022 was just a very like plain and simple year. Hey, those aren't bad. It was good. It was like a good year and it was just very like go with the flow kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I spoke at a lot of churches and no, maybe not a lot, maybe like three in 20. Well, your mom was home for like the whole year too, right? Cause she got out in 2020 or 2019 or 20, 2019. Yeah. She got out. Yeah. So in February. it was like back to normal yeah. in a sense. Yeah. 2021 was kind of like kind of back to normal. And then 2022 was like the first good year. So I think working, I, I worked a lot and I went to Florida in 2022. So that was good. There oh, go. that's always yeah. good. Yeah. Vacation. Good. Always good. Yeah. All right. So the texts or the questions that I just asked, we have a texting group that we want you to participate in. So you need to text podcast to 260-408-8383. I didn't mess it up this good time. Job. I told on my phone number halfway last time, <laughs> but we, yeah, like I said, join that and you get a text every week that I tell you who the is going to be on the podcast and we want you to ask questions back so you can be engaged with us. But not only that, throughout the week, you can send us a random text. If you want to be on the podcast, if you know somebody that wants to be on the podcast, just really anything, we want to hear from you. Yeah. So Ava, Thank you for sharing your story and again, how God is using you. And we'll continue to pray as he unveils how he can take a story that was very traumatic and turn it into something that can be useful, right? Mm -hmm. And be able to see through the eyes of a child, you know, what those things are like, but how you can come out on the other side better. Because, I mean, that's the other thing that people have to see. No matter what you went through, look at you today. Exactly. Look at Mm -hmm. where you're at. Look at what God's doing. So, We'll continue to pray. If you see Ava at church or see her out in the community, mm-hmm. come up and say hi, encourage her as God continues to use her in uh, the ministry and just in life in general. Yeah. Right? And go to a swim meet. Yes, and, that's and right. Oh, I have bad news. Why? Are you not, are you not going to be on it? I'm quitting the swim team. Well, you're know. over it. I, I might be going to Norwell. Oh, you're moving okay, schools? Okay, go to Norwell and watch her on the swim yeah, team. Yeah, I'm maybe, pretty sure. Maybe it's up in the air. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> Stay tuned. Either way, we can still go watch it. Text right. me. Yeah. I'm on Facebook. Ask me what's for me. Yeah. Tell you. you can go watch me. <laughs> yeah, so just a reminder. So when Jenny puts this out, you are putting this out. Yes, I am. Yes, That's correct. Jenny puts this out on Facebook, uh, there's a little clip. If you take an opportunity to share, like, uh, if you're on our YouTube, we'd love for you to be able to comment, you know, and be able to, again, gives us feedback but also helps promote uh, what we're doing. Um, And we'd love for you to help us get this word out there, get the podcast to as many people as possible. So again, thanks for joining us this week. Ava, thanks for being with us. And Mm -hmm. we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.